as always, we will start with uh, saying welcome to uh, all the, the listeners out there uh, listening into this, uh, I think, fourth episode of the Feel Living Classic miniseries that we are running on the, on the, on the podcast. Uh, today we're talking about Classic UK, which is another one of our new events. So far we've talked about Classic Sweden, uh, Classic Denmark and Classic Germany. Uh, but now we're adding the, the UK to the to the mix, and uh, the UK Classic will be held up in Scotland, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And uh, with us today we have uh, Richard Smith from our Fjellleven UK team. Welcome to the podcast, Richard. Hey, Ulrich. Thanks for having me. Great. Uh, exciting to talk about this uh, this new event we have here. Um, I haven't. Uh, I, I have uh, walked the the three other classics that we've talked so on the podcast uh, so far but i have not done the uk one the uk have not had a, an official event yet uh due to due to covid and due to different reasons um so very exciting to to talk about this and and, and launch this uh, this event but first richard as always uh, on the, on this podcast we would uh, we would like to get to know you a little bit more uh, so if you could give us a short introduction on who is Richard Smith, and uh, what is your connection to Field Eleven UK and Field Eleven Classic UK? Yeah, of course. Thanks, Ulrich. Um So I've been with Phoenix for um, two years now. I think it was two years um, this month. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I started in the at the start of the of the pandemic. So it was an interesting time to um, start a new new job, but it's been um, it's been a really fun. So my, my role at Phoenix in the UK is looking after um, um, marketing and events. Yeah. Um, so I look after um, yeah consumer marketing, and then I also look after events. So the classic is a big part of that, and then also um, uh, kind of training events with our retailers as well. So taking retailers out into the mountains to get them to um, yeah experience some some trekking and, and testing out the kits, um, and spending time in, in nature, where yeah where we all want to be really. That's cool. I think that uh, that that whole topic could be a, a topic for a future podcast talking about how uh, how Phoenix and Fjellraven works with uh, with developing uh, retail uh, retail partners and and their sales staff uh, on getting them into the brand, but uh, but the classic UK because you were actually I think if I'm not mistaken you were a little bit connected to the event already before you officially started with Phoenix is that correct? That's right, yeah. So I worked for um, a retailer here in the UK, and um, I was invited along to the to the Swedish Classic um, as kind of as part of that um, retailer. So I got to experience the Swedish Classic, which was you know absolutely incredible, um, blew my mind. I got to see um, Chara and, and get to really understand the, the brand and, and the people behind it, um, and, and kind of fell in love with it, with the brand really. And then after that, I was invited along to um, test the UK Classic event. Um, and then it, at some point in between that kind of time, I got invited to, to come and work for Phoenix UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was I was part of the UK Classic from 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 the start, really, um, with uh, with my colleagues, and got to yeah got to test the the original route, uh, walk that with the UK team and also some of the. Um, the the folks from the Swedish team as well, mm-hmm. um, and then we slightly changed the route, and then since then with the new route, I think I've walked that um, two two or three times, um, various different kind of recce trips, and we did the, the live stream as well with the with the GoPro, yeah. um, and that sort of thing. So yeah, we've uh, we've walked it a, a few times now, but um, like you say, 
nobody else has had a chance to walk it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the live stream can, of course, still be found on the Fjellreven uh, YouTube channel uh, if you if you want to look through that as a, as a listener here. If you're excited to know more about Classic UK, then you can, of course, go in and find, uh, I guess, then a, a GoPro strapped on, on Richard's chest uh, walking uh, walking the route. A, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun to, to look through. Maybe not... Uh, the entire three three day long stream, but uh, it can be good to to look through some of it at least. Um, sure. But let's jump into the the, the, the classic itself then, and, and start out with a little bit of background because why this is one of the new classics. Uh, this was a part of, of an expand a planned expansion of the of the classic events uh, that that we were 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 about to launch in twenty twenty, and then COVID uh, kind of ended it. But uh, but why why do we? Uh, why do we have a classic in the UK now? Why is uh, why is UK a, a, a great market for this, or a great place the, for this? Yeah, exactly. The I mean, you know, the the, the whole ethos behind um, Flaraven is to is that we want to get people in, into nature and, and to experience um, the best of our of, of our local areas and what's mm. available to us. Um, and then there's also the the side of that, which is being able to introduce people into nature who maybe haven't necessarily taken a trip like that before, um, who haven't taken a, a multi-day uh, trek in, into mm-hmm. the mountains. And, um, you know, we are in the perfect position to do that in, in the UK. You know, we've got, you know, we've, we've, we've chosen um, Scotland this time around, but we've got fantastic national parks all over the all over the UK. Um, so we wanted to, to invite people from all over the world to come and be a part of this and and to show them what what we have available you know in terms of this um, yeah these fantastic national parks and on this occasion the, uh, the Cairngorm National Park in Scotland yeah great and and then it is in in Scotland and I think actually without having hiked this I have hiked a little bit in Scotland I think this is actually probably from a from a nature perspective what gets the closest to to, to to the Swedish classic as well from like the surroundings and the and how how it looks in in Scotland is is there is a lot of similarities at least to, to northern Sweden I guess I would I would say so I was listening to um the previous podcasts before mm. this and um yeah it's, it's quite interesting you know all the different classics have got their own thing going on and I think in terms of the the Cairngorm National Park you know, it is a quite um, wild and, and remote place. Mm. We don't necessarily have um, mountain huts like we have in, in some other um, um, countries. Um, and you know, once once you're out there, you have to be self-sufficient um, and you know carry everything on your back. And you need to be able to um, yeah look after yourself in, in these yeah. kind of wild places. So I would say I would say yeah, it's quite similar to the uh, Swedish classic. Also. A little bit in terms of the um, of how it looks as well. Mm. Um, one of the big things that I noticed when I was in Sweden was how Scottish it felt. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's quite it's quite cool. I, I felt kind of quite at, at home in, in, in that kind of environment. And uh, obviously, Sweden is kind of you know it's a lot bigger than. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, but it certainly has the same kind of um, remote, wild, rugged feel to it, which yeah. is um, good. That's cool. Um, but but then if we if we dig into the the route a little bit more because uh, the the UK event was kind of modeled after the, the 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 setup that was started with the classic Denmark where you have more fixed campsites uh, correct and not the wild camping as you do in Sweden 
Oh, originally it did. We um, okay. So we we had a, a linear route originally, mm. um, and since then um, the route has evolved as, as time has went on, and we've had to change around. Um, wild, wild camping is is legal in Scotland, mm. um, so you, we have the right to roam, um, and you and you can you can camp in most places. There are um, obviously rules to 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 wild camping and being respect respectful and, and leaving no trace and, and and those kind of things. Um, so we have um, we have a, um, a circular route yeah. through the Cairngorm National Park, which starts and finishes at um, Mar Lodge, which is a fantastic um, 18th century um, Scottish hunting lodge. Um, it's it's a really really special place, and um, we have um, yeah we have the lodge and we have a campsite on on the grounds as well. So that's our our base for the um, for the for the week. Then the route itself, it's a 60 kilometer route. Um, mm-hmm. circular route which heads out um through the Cairngorms, um through um through the glens through the through the forests past um past locks and it kind of comes down two of the um the most beautiful kind of um, main glens in the Cairngorm national park so you go up down up one and then you come down back the other um, and maybe maybe we need the scottish vocabulary with us here the glens is a a, a, a valley a valley, yes, perfect. Yeah, and, <laughs> Just then, a, and then lock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you have um, yeah, lock is a, a lake. It's the lakes, well. yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then, and then it's uh, but but are there not? Then, if, if I get it correctly, then there's no fixed campsites. It is wild camping at this events, or is everybody sleeping at the same locations every night? We have um, so we'll have wild camping along the way, and yeah. the, the way that so there are no fixed campsites. Okay. Um, but what we do have are kind of um, distances that we'll recommend um, people to travel in one day, mm-hmm. kind of like um, maybe fifteen to twenty uh, k in, a, in yeah. a day or something like that. Um, and what that means is that there are certain areas where people will probably end up camping. Yeah. Um, because of the nature of some of the glens, we don't have. Um, huge big um, fields for people to, to wild camp in so people will have to get quite creative yeah. um, but that also you know that brings the whole aspect of um, yeah finding finding a good spot to, to kind of rest your head for the night um, so yeah there are there are certain places that we will recommend on the yeah. map um, for people to camp at um, just so they can get the distance that they need in yeah and then the the, the route is, is planned out to take f- about four days is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Originally, yeah. we had planned for um, three days, but we, um, like I said before, we we have done a few recce's of the route, and we realized that three days was just um, it was doable, and um, some people might do it in three days, but it was it felt like a little bit of a push, and yeah. we want the, the the trek to feel um, accessible and, and enjoyable to to all those that take part in it. Um, so so we added an extra day on. And that just gives people, at the end of the day, more time to spend out in nature. Yeah. And you know, maybe maybe you do quite a short day one day, and you spend um, you spend more time sitting in one of the glens or in, in one of the forests, and and just take time to disconnect, you know, from from day to day life, but obviously connect with the people around you yeah. that are doing the trek and and nature. So that was the idea behind that. Emphasizing that this is not a race. This is a uh... This is about getting out and experiencing nature, and you should take your breaks. You should enjoy what's what's around you, and not not haste through it. You should you should definitely take your breaks, yeah. and you know that that's one of the things. 
that sets the classic events aside from um, maybe other outdoor events mm. is that it, re it really allows people to to slow down. And, you know, at the end of the day, people that sign up to the event, they've taken time off work, you know, they've maybe flown halfway across the world. There's no need to, to rush something like this. You know, you should you should savor every every second of it. And that's what we want people to do on, on the UK Classic. You know, we want people to take their time, enjoy it and leave with some, some really, um, yeah, some really good memories from the trip. And I guess then there will be different checkpoints along the route uh, where, where you check in with uh, with people and maybe you can refill your, your food and, uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. We've got some 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 parts of the route are, are quite remote, um, but we are we are working to get checkpoints um, at a pretty much an equal distance around the whole route, mm. and um, yeah, hopefully as well, we are planning to have some some kind of local treats at some of these um, checkpoints. So um, yeah, maybe some um, some Scottish um, food that you'll be able to, to pick up. Um, just just to kind of really make the most of being you know in this fantastic place. Um, so yeah, we'll have checkpoints um, all all along the route, and um, yeah, there'll be a few of those where you'll be able to restock on some of the uh, the camp food and the gas as well. Yeah, because I think that's that's really in the in the spirit of of Fiat Eleven Classic, right? Where you you're supposed to be self sufficient, but you're also a part of of a bigger event, and and therefore you are gonna get a few nice surprises and uh, and treats along the way. That's uh, very much the case in. In all the classics I've participated in, at least, there's always uh, then you reach a checkpoint and they stand there maybe with a cold beer or a nice snack or something like that, and it's uh, it's uh, really enjoyable and it makes it a little bit different than than when you just go out yourself uh, on on a on a trek, um, and it's a, it's a good way, especially if you're if you're learning to do uh, yeah overnight camping, overnight trekking. I think it's a good way of starting it, but also if you're used to do it and you're uh yeah just want to treat yourself a little bit more than than what you can normally do when you have to carry everything yourself then uh, then it's really yeah good. i think you know those are the things that people remember as well when i was yeah. when i was on the swedish classic the two, the, the two kind of big things that stick in my head were there was one point where we dropped down into the into abisco and um, it was raining you know we've been walking all day morale was maybe not at you know 100 and then all of a sudden we got this aroma of fresh coffee and pancakes yeah. and then we you know we head on through the forest and there was sure enough there was a full team of people cooking yeah. pancakes fresh coffee and it was just you know it was just um super cool and then um further further back on the route there was the um there was like the reindeer wraps and yeah. the uh, sort of things so you know these things are um yeah, it's just it's just it's something nice that you can add on to just kind of enhance everybody's experience. So, exactly. so yeah, we'll we'll have some Scottish treats planned too. Um, but you know, part of being in Scotland and part of being in that environment, you know, it speaks for itself. You know, mm. when when folks get to see Mar Lodge and there's the, the stag ballroom that the that they find the kind of the finishes party will be, be based in there as well. Um, the whole event doesn't really it doesn't really get much more kind of Scottish than no. than that, so it's um, yeah we're excited to just just to show it off really. That's good. I really hope I will be able to join. I'm. Uh, I, it sounds like uh, like a really good event you have planned here. No doubt about that. 
Um, but maybe talking a little bit about, you said it is 60 kilometers and you're expecting people to spend around uh, four days of, of uh, and three nights then, then doing the hike. How many participants are, are, are planning here for the first uh, first year of, uh, of, of Classic UK? It's going to be, so we have 200 for the, around 200 for the first event. So it's yeah. quite, it's quite small, um, I guess, when you compare it to the Swedish Classic. Um, but we, um, yeah, it's a, it's a first event for us. Yeah. So we want to, we wanted to, to open it up and to, um, to get people along and, and see how people find the route. And then, and then who knows, maybe in the future we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, expand and, yeah. and get some, some more folks along as well. That's uh, that's normally how. So if you look back at at both classic Denmark and classic U- uh, US, that they start started with smaller number of participants and and then growing it because we don't wanna we don't wanna push too many people out in nature. Of course, we need to make sure that the surroundings can can handle the the, the people, but also making sure that we gave everybody a good experience and uh, and and it might be nicer to to test it out a little bit with fewer people before we we go live with a a full-blown uh, i think they're up to a thousand participants in denmark now and two thousand in, in sweden so uh, it, it can, can become a big event suddenly um but how how about the the volunteers then i, I assume that there is going to be volunteers along the route uh, manning the, the checkpoints and stuff like that yeah exactly we have um we've got a, a local um team that are kind of the the folks on the ground that are doing the events um management and yeah, they, I think they they put out the call for volunteers a couple of years ago when we originally went to, you know, to go live. And uh, yeah, straight away, I think they managed to get all the volunteers that they needed. People are excited to yeah. be part of this event, so it's um, yeah. yeah. And it's 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 always so many. I think we've mentioned this in all of the three past podcasts as well. But it's always such a nice to when you talk with people at the finish line participants at the finish line they can always oh this volunteer out at this checkpoint just like took the time sat down helped me with my shoes or helped me like with my back or did something else to support and uh, it's uh, it's a big part of the event this uh, having these volunteers along the route and uh, and having them support uh, uh, the participants in a, in a good way uh, how many how many will be p- participating from a volunteer point of view or I don't, I don't, I don't actually know for sure yet. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to check in with uh, with Mike. But I think that I think there's, I think there's quite a few. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but then um, if you now we we talked, I think I think everybody can can kind of understand what what makes the the UK Classic special with this uh, incredible. If anybody have ever hiked in in Scotland or seen. Uh, any movie that uh, shows the, the the beauty of, of the Scottish nature, uh, then uh, then I think you can imagine what what makes UK Classic special. But uh, in your words, what what is the the, the most special part of, of, of this uh, this route or this event? Like, what are what are you looking forward uh, the most to, to to showing the participants? I think there's just a real um, there's a real magic and romance to to scotland and, and to the cairngorms mm. it's, it's it's a very very special place and and when you're there you can you can feel that you know and if and if you're the type of person that enjoys spending time out in nature then um then i think yeah most people will, will fall in love with with the area so we're we're looking forward to just you know inviting everybody over and um, so that they can go out and experience all of this on on, on their own and and hopefully make some yeah make some fantastic memories perfect i think uh, i 
think that's a perfect uh, perfect note to end on uh making some fantastic memories from uh, from the beautiful scottish nature i uh i will personally try and do my planning in the best way possible to get to join this uh, this event uh, do it yeah do it other otherwise uh, i can only uh, recommend uh, people to join and the, the event itself will take part in uh, take take uh, often in september uh, the exact dates i think have been communicated already or they uh, they haven't yet um okay. but it is it's around the 13th the 16th of uh, september. september and um, yeah hopefully tickets will be going on sale early next month yeah early june but uh, but follow the the website of course the classic website and follow the the phil evan classic uh, facebook group as well normally there's a lot of good information in there coming out when about dates and tickets and everything uh the the phil evan team both the uk team but also the phil evan international team is is working hard and getting getting everything off the ground uh, and um yeah exciting to see uh the result of all of this hard work that you've been now preparing for 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 more than two years it's uh it's really uh, looking looking at a at a great event, I think. Yeah, thanks, Ulrich. Hopefully, we'll we'll see you and some of the the rest of the team in uh, yeah in Scotland in September. We'll hope so. We'll hope so. Thank you so much for taking the time, Richard, and uh, and for joining. Uh, it was it was great talking to you. I think uh, having you having hiked the the route already two, three, four times, I think uh, you were definitely the right person here to to talk to. I think uh, you definitely. Uh, look forward to, to to it after after what you've said here but uh, thanks for joining thanks so much Laura. thank you thank you and for all the listeners thank you of course for listening uh, as always you can find uh, if you haven't listened to three pre- previous episodes you can find them uh, in the same podcast flow as, as you found this one and we will of course also come out with both uh, podcasts about the classic US and classic career um, and uh, yeah so thanks for listening and uh, wish you a great day.